There's no shortcuts to electoral success. Yeah, let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Tuesday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you for joining us on Of Course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our Stratus IP studios here in lovely, lovely eastern Indiana. Don't let cyber attacks or outdated business technology put your company at risk. Learn more at briannicholsshow.com forward slash Stratus IP. Stratus IP, business technology simplified. Well, folks, uh, we just got through... Another intense election season, and yet, believe it or not, for a lot of folks, it's actually not over. If you're over in Georgia, you're just heading over to a runoff election, and if you're a candidate for, believe it or not, 2023, election season's already started for you, but believe it or not, there's a lot of things that candidates, when they're going out and getting ready to run for office, they don't expect that they're going to experience behind the scenes. Joining us today, we're going to discuss a little bit more of the things you don't expect when running for office and really all that entails if you want to have electoral success. But first, we're going to go ahead and give a shout out to today's sponsor, and that is the Libertarian Party of Illinois. Folks, if you are up in the great state of Illinois and you're looking to join a not just a better party, a third party, but a better party, well, then head over to lpillinois.org and check out the LP of Illinois because they're helping elect libertarians to public office and to help move public policy in a libertarian direction. The LP of Illinois believes that everyone owns themselves and that no bureaucrat knows better than you in what you need or what you want. When peaceful people engage in voluntary cooperation, the most number of people are served. If you agree with that, help restore liberty in Illinois at lpillinois.org and bring back peace and liberty in our lifetimes. One more time, lpillinois.org. All right, so... What do we need to do in order to have electoral success? Joining me from the great state of Texas, but he's out in Georgia today, Brian Rivera. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show. Hey, how's it going, Brian? Good nice to have to you. you. I think people are going to get confused, Brian, because we got Brian and Brian on the show, but we do have a little bit different of the spelling of the names. You That's with right. a Y, I with an I. So that will help make things a little bit easier for our video viewer, at least. And I, I, I mean, also, we are both follically challenged for those who are joining us on the uh, the video version as well. Don't worry. I can say that as somebody who has, I have, I used to have a nice uh, flowing mane, believe it or not, back in the day. Nice big uh, fro. But man, those were years uh, gone past. But Folks aren't here to listen to the, uh, the the Brian Nichols Hair Podcast. They're here to listen about how can they actually help uh, find electoral success, Brian. And you're having some success doing that, not just like I mentioned in Texas, but right now you're out in Georgia doing some work and you've been doing that across the United States. Talk to us. What brought you into this world of politics, specifically doing some behind-the-scenes campaign work that leads to electoral success? Yeah, so years ago it started off uh, block walking, going door-to-door, mm-hmm. uh, canvassing. I... I didn't even know it was a thing until someone knocked on my door and I started volunteering myself uh, in 2017. I started a company uh, with my uh, late best friend, Michael Jenkins. Him and I started uh, Texas Hometown Strategies and here based in Texas. And one of the key things and plug for our website, but one of the key things is helping candidates, um, especially municipal candidates, local candidates, where I believe and I think you believe where a lot of our policies really start is those ISD boards and those 
small city races and uh, helping them, giving them an affordable rate and be able to be affordable so that we could teach them how to canvas and go door to door. And mm-hmm. so that's where, where we started at. And we do that all over the country. I mean, I've been in Indiana, I actually was just in Carmel, uh, Indiana, a couple uh, months back, helping during a general ISD board race. And it's just a matter of helping teach people how to go door to door and how to assist and help them do that. And so that's uh, what we do. We like to do that. We like to teach people how to go door to door, give them really good tips on how to flow, um, what to say, uh, what the importance is. A lot of times I always tell people I'm biased because I always say, what wins races? And I'm like, well, door canvassing does. And they're like, yeah, but you own a company where you canvass. And I'm like, yeah, but I am biased because that's how I eat and that's how I live. But I've seen it very successfully. Um, I like it, you know, for an example, the city that we live in, uh, in Austin outside, it's Liberty Hill and no names, but there was a candidate, uh, she was running against an incumbent, had been incumbent for like three or four uh, terms. And she was running against her. She's a very strong young lady, uh, very, very nice family, really good photogenic family. And uh, she was like, Brian, how do I win this race? I said, you got to go to doors. And she goes, no one's ever done that here in our city. And she did. And she hit more doors than anybody else. And she landslided an incumbent. And a lot of the people uh, that went to, which it was really nice because they had a school, a school bond, you know, here in Texas, there was a school bond race, but anyway, <laughs> and um, I'm pretty sure that's a podcast for later about <laughs> school bonds, but, but there was a school bond. Um, I won't say where I'm at on bonds, but there was a school bond and um, she, you know, helped trick. I mean, that was, you, you know, where those usually sit at, where they sit at the bottom. And so it was a trickle down on her race. It was a general um, position and she landslided in the company. And it was because the majority of the people that did vote said this lady came to my door. And so that's why I know that this thing is very successful by teaching people go door to door. That's and, one of my starts. And that right there, right? Like we've seen this across the board and guests we've had on the show when we're talking about what works. So starting out, and this is if you're in the world of sales as well, this is also important, is to to find your niche, right? And right. this is all the, the messaging and stuff beforehand. But then when you're going out and you're actually going to the voter, get your list, go through the list, and then quite literally either knock on that door phone call, like whatever you need to do right. to get in contact with that voter, go through the list though. And and I right. used to tell this to my sales team. Um, this is something I do when I'm going through, I'm, I'm reaching out to prospects is you, you are targeting specific people that you yeah. know are more likely to go out and vote. And sometimes it's more of a science than it is an art. I mean, I, I like to talk more about the messaging, the crafting, the, the building of the value statements, the call to actions, the, the how can you trigger the emotional uh, responses in people in a positive way to help them move in, in action for you, not against you. And being able to, to form up those things, that stuff I like. But you're doing more of the stuff that is behind the scenes that actually I don't say necessarily brings people to the polls, but in many cases, it actually is the stuff that brings people to the polls. So, so talk to us about the importance of focusing on sometimes those more what numbers and figures stuff that folks like me we sometimes overlook. Yeah, and one of the key things too um, is you know we you and I aren't elected officials, but the one thing that we always want is we want. <laughs> And you and I can have a whole podcast on this, but we do want hard work in elected officials. And so seeing them go into event to event, plus going to your doors, plus their social media being ran, plus doing podcasts like the Brian Nichols show, you know, <laughs> don't know plug there for you, but having them do those kind of things and seeing them work is very good. Um, I just campaign manage uh, Caroline Harris. You can look her up. Uh, 
She actually just won back in this past November and the general, uh, she is going to, she is once she, she, um, is sworn in, she'll be the youngest female, uh, state rep or Republican state rep in the state of Texas. Uh, or actually the youngest female state rep in the state of Texas. And I was her campaign manager when I first met Caroline, Carolina's block walk before, but one of the things is out of all the candidates I've ever worked for this hands down one of, and someone's probably watching this that I've helped before, but sorry to hurt your feelings, but she was probably one of the hardest working uh, candidates I had ever worked for. And the key thing to that is that she saw the vision and she saw, and I told her like, Hey, this is what we do. We go door to door. And this is you, you sell yourself like, yeah, we can hire a whole bunch of people to go door to door for you. And we could throw money at it all day long, but the people like to see you, the candidate, or she had parents. She has a very large family. There's seven of them or 11 of them. I always forget, but so it's a high number up there. And so, um, she's right in the middle. Uh, I think there's 11. And, um, and so I would tell her like her brothers and sisters or her parents, you can help sell her better than than we can, you know, that pay, hired help can. But anyway, she was learning right real quickly how that worked. And so uh, she learned a lot, but she was able to, in a state rep race, she was going to be like pulling like third. Uh, she got in a runoff. She wasn't even supposed to get second, first, uh, third in a runoff. She gets into a runoff. She was supposed to lose a runoff. She wins the runoff and then she wins the general election. And so it was a lot of her hard work. She had 11,000 doors um, in a really swift time. And she was always working. She would start eight, nine o'clock in the morning, hitting doors, go to some meetings in the middle of it. And then at night she would hit doors until eight or nine o'clock. And she would always call me, Hey, it's nine 15. Is that too late to hit a door? I'm like, Caroline, where you at? You know, but she did it. And that to me, I believe uh, helped set a standard for her. And that's why we know how she's going to be. People were on Twitter with photos of it. Brian, I got to show this when I get it there's pictures of her talking to ring doorbells because that has changed walking. I've been walking since 2002, yeah. but, and, but in 20, even in 2016 ring doorbells weren't that big yet. And so you would see her like talking to a ring doorbell and you see her like her face and she's talking to it. And she was literally campaigning in ring doorbells. And she'd like, Hey, I'm Caroline. I'm sorry. You're not here. And she would tell them about herself and she was winning can the, her campaign at ring doorbells. But to <laughs> me, I think it goes back to your question. Like, that's where it starts is you have to have the mentality that you're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to miss some events. You're going to have to be late to some birthday parties. You're going to, you're going to have to put in the work and want to put in the work. Are you going to have the opportunity to have money to pay for a company like myself plug <laughs> to come and come canvas for you? Probably, hopefully. Right. But a lot of times those people aren't going to give you money unless they see that you're working hard. And that goes to a whole nother ball game, right? When it comes to, get, you know, how to get funds and how to get donations and stuff. So <laughs> that's kind of the thing. And I, and I always tell the candidate, like, I always like the ones that work the hardest because I want them to try to outwork me. And when I can see that they are acting like that, then I know they're easier to work for. And I know that they're actually, because it's easier to sell the candidate uh, that's going to work really hard and, and work hard for what they believe in. Yep. A hundred percent true. And, yeah. and it's funny, you mentioned the, the fundraising. You're, it's like you're you're looking at the the course curriculum for Candidate School 101 that we're doing here at the Brian Nichols Show, which, by the way, folks, if you missed it, what we're doing here at the show going forward is if you are a candidate for local state office, and I'm trying to focus specifically on you folks who are out there running for those more local offices where you're having that direct impact and really going out and meeting with the, the constituents, meeting with the voters, much like Brian's talking about here, and it's $9.95 a month for, for you to go ahead and sign up, and actually the number one 
one thing we're talking about to start things off here as we go into this week is fundraising. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. none of this stuff matters. The stuff that no. we're talking about from the, the different services and supports that no. you can bring into the, the table to help the campaign. doesn't matter if you've got the funds. So I remember... <laughs> Who going back to 2012, 11, I got to remember, and I had a candidate, and my <laughs> the bane of my existence, it felt like, was to get them to do fundraising calls. And I remember sitting there, I'd be like, we, we have to do calls. And they're like, ah, I don't feel like it. And I'm like, but we have to do calls because this is how you pay for the signs and you pay for the, 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 the swag that you're giving out and stuff. And it just... You could see that there wasn't that that light bulb that turns on. And I guess this turns to my question, Brian, and that is when we're going out and we're trying to recruit candidates, this isn't our job, but this is maybe to the folks out there who are helping bring candidates to the table. What should we be looking for? You mentioned hardworking, but what other attributes should we be looking for in candidates? Because I think a lot of people think, well, I'm just going to run for office, smile, shake hands, kiss some babies, and that's yeah. about it, right? And then I win by, you know, double digits because I'm just so awesome. It's not how it works. What other things should folks be looking for in terms of uh, attributes for candidates? In the world of wine, there are so many choices, and that's why Blood of Tyrants Wine has tyrants losing their heads. Whether you're looking for a new go-to at home or want to impress your friends at a party, Blood of Tyrants Wine has you covered. And if you're trying to get rid of some pesky tyrants in your life, well, we've got that covered too. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash wine and get $5 off your order. One more time, briannicholshow.com forward slash wine. Free men don't ask permission, so take a sip you'll be glad you did yeah so they have to be passionate about what they believe in uh they have to be passionate um about you know a lot of times these school boards which are really great this has happened all over i went out there and helped there in indiana on one um the, the best thing about those group of people there in carmel was um they weren't all one issue candidates that's the problem too when you're a one issue candidate uh, those are easy to beat. I love going against one issue candidates. They're so easy to beat because all I got to do is have my person running against them go after the other 15 issues and we won, you know? So uh, I think that's a big thing is not being a one issue candidate, uh, finding someone that actually, you know, a lot of times they're like, Hey, I'm pro this. And they're like, cool. What are you, what else are you pro? You know, and making sure that they have, you know, the good part of their stump speech is not just one issue and not things that tingulate that one issue. Like if you're going to be taxes, that's cool. And then you're pro-life. Well, that's two ish separate issues. So then we go so on and so forth. And so I think that's really good as not having one issue candidates because they're really easy to beat. I love beating one issue candidates all the time. So um, <laughs> and, but that's why I always tell people. So it's good that you, you know, you have more issues that you're passionate about and that you know about and that you know of a knowledge base about. You've done some educational work. Uh, you have them a lot of times, like if it's a city rate, a city council. I've had some before where they've never even attended a city council race or, or a city council meeting. You're like, dude, you're a city official. You're a constituent. Go ask questions. You don't have to always go up there and speak and be a, you know, a, a butthead or anything like that, but go up there, ask questions, you know, learn the budget. Uh, you know, I used to teach them all the time. Have you read the budget yet? I, do you know what those things mean? Do you know the four S's like, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Sewage and uh, you know, let's not get there, but you know, and like, do you know those things? And a lot of them are like, no, I don't. I'm like, cool. So that means you got some homework to do. Learn these things. Watch some video. Watch some previous ones if you can. Get involved. Ask questions. If it's someone you're not running against that's a good friend of yours that's on council, talk to them. Ask them a bunch of weird questions. But as long as they're educated on and know the basics of what they're about to go do, and then they have more 
um, issues that they're involved, that those, those become really, you become a really good candidate uh, to run for those things. Funds, to me, I mean, I've had people that didn't have any money before that won a city council race. Now, that that isn't always um, the ideal, <laughs> but, uh, you know, because then it's kind of like, hey, Brian, after we win, we'll pay you, you know, but that's not always ideal, right? We all got to eat, but, you know, it is um, it is doable, but especially if they're willing to be hard work, uh, hardworking, uh, if they're also able to, um, like I said, not a one issue candidate because those are easy to beat. And then that they're educated on what they're about to run for. Uh, you know, going back to Caroline, mm. you know, she actually, uh, one of the most conservative state senators is her boss, um, uh, Brian Hughes. And so she works for him and she's been in the house for like three, four terms, th- sorry, three terms, in, two terms in the Senate and one term in the house. And, um, and so she knows her way around. And so she was really educated on issues. And so she knew these things. She helped with the heartbeat bill uh, on the Senate side in the state of Texas. So she actually saw what the language looked like before it went out public. Like she saw those things because she helped with that. And so being educated and knowing what you're talking about, it helps out a lot. And so that's kind of one of the things that's really scary is when you have a candidate and they've never been to a meeting. You're like, this is going to be a fun race teaching you about a budget and how that works and what a YTD means. So, you know. Yeah. Well, and I think you, you also, I mean, I, I hate going back originally to what you talked about before because that is so important. And that is the hard work though that goes behind this because everything else you're talking about requires hard right. work. It requires that diligence. You have to sit down daily and, and plan things out. Like yep. I remember, so 2012, I worked on a congressional campaign and I'll never forget because if folks are not familiar with New York state, the, at the time, what was the 21st congressional uh, congressional district? It was uh, everything northern of Syracuse, New York, which basically is the the Adirondack Mountain area. It's about seven. That's a rural, rural, right? Rural, rural super area. rural. Yeah, like seventeen thousand square mm-hmm. miles, and I would say a majority of those are just like sparsely populated mountainous areas that are completely like in the middle of nowhere. But like we had to drive across that entire district from point to point to go visit constituents and you had to have your schedule like set to the minute. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it was my job to keep the candidate to task. I was the body guy Mm -hmm. and I would work with the candidate like, Hey, we got to go. Like he'd be in the middle of a conversation. I'd be like, Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. We have to, we have another engagement we have to get ready to go for because we're going to be on the road for another 20 minutes or or two Mm -hmm. hours rather. And then we'd have 20 minutes. We get to the event, spend time there. And then you're on the road from their hour going somewhere else. So being able to use your time effectively. And then, you know what we're doing in the car when we're in the, the car for two hours and we actually had cell phone service, he's doing fundraising calls. We were doing planning That's calls cool. with the constituents, right? Like, or with our consultants. So like you, you saw the, the importance of using that time efficiently, but let's be real, Bri, it wasn't, it wasn't like we were waking up at 11 o'clock in the, uh, the, the afternoon and, you know, going out until five o'clock and then heading home. Like we were up at three in the morning and we weren't home until 1130, 12 at night sometimes. And you would do that seven days a week. It was exhausting. And now granted, that was for Congress, right? It's a little bit different right. than the ball game. But I think people don't realize when they're getting involved into these these political arenas, what that all entails. I grew up right. in a house. My dad was a legislator in my home county for 15 years. I mean, I remember the, the you, you mentioned it, right? The the events dad wasn't at, the, the late nights when I didn't see dad until he came home, you know, 11 o'clock at night and I've been, you know, at school all day. And that's the first time I got to see him because he was doing meetings all day. Like stuff like that, that still hits home for me. And it's something I think a lot of folks don't anticipate when they're going into elected office. So 
I guess it really speaks to, I mean, not only having quality candidates, because this is the conversation that's carried over since the, the election here is the importance of quality candidates, but also the the importance of tenacious candidates. Like you have to be prepared to yeah. in in all terms really do whatever it takes. Because it, yeah. if you're not willing to, your opponent likely yeah. will be. So I had a city council guy. Um, actually, my late friend Michael was good friends with the city council guy from back home in the Houston area. And uh, they, since Michael's death, they they hadn't really got to talk to anyone in the consultant area. Um, this guy had ran for a city council race, and then he got in a runoff, and he won. And he, I mean, he was re- really good candidate, very good looking family, uh, very educated in um, in his line of work. Also very educated in the city, just a really good candidate all the way around. And him and I had lunch uh, with his family actually a couple of weeks ago. And he said, you know, his wife was the one that was saying, it's like, we don't know what to do next. Like we've never, mm-hmm. you know, we've never talked to anybody about these things. Like what, you know, what you're saying. So what to expect if he decided to run for a higher level office or whatnot. And so what you need also is you need someone like myself or even like you, Brian, you know, people that aren't just, you know, we all got to eat, but someone that's just going to have that broke, breakaway conversation with you and, and be able to tell you not the pretty things, but what it looks like. Like, this is probably what we need to target. This is what, this is what your universe should look like. This is what, what you expect, you know, not being home. This is what, you know, we're going to need you to go to these kind of events and those kind of things. And so I think that's one of the things too, is you have to have that open mind. Uh, this, this gentleman wanted to pray with his wife about it. And I said, man, pray, make sure you're praying with your wife. This is what looking, you know, moving forward could look if you go through the other, I mean, him and I had talked and had a pretty deep conversation about it and, and was really real. I'm never fake with him. I tell them what to expect and how much money they expect and not even my cost, what it would cost to get signs or those kind of things or what it's going to be, what it's going to cost plug for Morgan to bring Morgan down to help you out. I mean, you know, that's kind of things like. You know, so like uh, for social media or whatever. And so we talked about that. And I think that's what you need. Um, and, and, and you and I know, when, especially in the consultant world, this is what you're doing right now. You're getting a lot of phone calls of people saying, hey, I'm thinking about, can you sign an NDA? Because this is, I don't want this out, but I think I might run for this. What do you think? And so that's that's a really good thing. Shop around, find you a consultant that works really hard, uh, like myself. You know, someone that wants to help and talk to you and just be able to have that initial talk and just say what it's going to look like and what it what it sounds like and what to expect and what's expected and what's expected on both sides. And so I think that's where you got to, you know, as people that are right now listening to your show, like, man, I'm thinking about running. That's the conversation they need to have. They need to, you know, the deal you and I talked about with your organization that you're doing. And, you know, they need to look at those kind of things and they need to start saying, is this really want to do? Pray about it. Do whatever you do. Uh, talk to your family about it. Talk to some of your low-key donors if you're able to i think indiana is one of those states where you can only donate so much to right or something like that so but whatever you can do um you know start talking to people and start having those conversations and i i think this is the ideal time to get ready and to be prepared for those things amen and, so, and by the way folks uh brian was mentioning morgan morgan bonwell from right strategy that's right and also uh sponsor here on the brian nichols show good friend and uh awesome awesome business over there at right strategies actually helping a lot of candidates here locally i saw win their elections in indiana and morgan's amazing yeah morgan's out of state and she's helping uh folks win elections so it really speaks to the value that not only she brings to the table but you're bringing to the table brian i know you mentioned 
mentioned you're Thank out you. in Georgia right now doing work um, for the runoff elections there. And uh, I, I'm already starting. I've got some candidates signing up here at our candidate school for 2023. Nice. I got a mayor candidate here um, that, that just signed up, uh, I think, this past week. So we are seeing right now folks are starting to jump in and get interested. So for my final thought is, I, I just looked at the time, we're already towards the tail end of the episode. Yeah. So for my final thought is, folks, this obviously is an episode more directed towards folks who are curious in the world of running for office. And if you're either a candidate or if you are a, a county chair, a local, a party affiliate, whatever it may be, and you're just looking for some added resources, just know that there are folks out there who are willing to help. There are folks like Brian. There are folks like Morgan. There are folks like yours truly who have services available both professionally and we're willing to to, to go out and, and speak to you, to, to give you some consultation for free because at the end of the day, we're also in this liberty movement. And, and I mean, yes, Brian, I mentioned it many times. We still got to eat, but we still want to do what we can do and bring value when we can bring value. So, I mean, for example, over my uh, my Patreon, right? Sure, it's ten dollars a month, nine ninety five a month, but like you're getting more than just that. You're getting the the interviews with the uh, folks I'm bringing in who are like campaign experts elected officials. We're doing roundtable conversations with other candidates. So you're getting a lot more beyond just, you know, the the $10, like, which is like, what, a cup of coffee nowadays with inflation or a, a 12, pa- a dozen of eggs. Like it's insanity. So my final thoughts are, uh, folks, if you are in fact looking to uh, get some extra help, start here, go, go towards folks who are really looking to help, especially local candidates, um, specifically with what Brian's doing, Morgan's doing and yours truly. So that's my final thoughts. Brian, what do you got for us today? You know, and that was one of the things we didn't really get to touch also, but we talked so much about everything else. You know, I love canvassing, you know, getting people on the ground is my favorite. It's what we're doing in Georgia right now. You know, um, if you would like to, you know, learn how to go and get, even if you want to come help us, we have people that go all over the, uh, country we're actually hiring people in georgia right now we got a bunch of recalls i love doing recall elections those are really fun uh new newsom's recall is really fun but we do recalls all, all over the country that's fun uh, it's really nice to watch people when they get recalled because they get scared but anyway um those are fun and uh you know we do petitions and if you you know want to get involved and uh if you want to learn about you have something like that coming up you want to petition or you got a recall and you're able you want to talk some more about those kind of things we have a team that can do that you can reach us at www.txhts.com or you can even email me uh brian bry not like this brian but b-r-y-a-n at txhts.com and you know i love to walk i mean that's what i do i have four kids and a beautiful wife and they they give me away a few months out out of the year to go and teach candidates how to walk sometimes i've just been called to go out and you know fly out just to teach someone how to walk and to hit doors and go with them and critique them and i love doing that i, I love to walk I, I fell in love with it years ago and this is what i do for a living i teach people how to walk i teach young candidates how to do that and how to go door to door and i'm passionate about it i'm really passionate about you know telling people about themselves and about you know whatever cause it is whether it's school board school bond an election um a petition recall whatever those things are so you know, always reach out. Brian, Brian, thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate that. Absolutely, Brian. And uh, folks, yeah, by the way, this is going to be part one, most likely of a many part series, because this is something that frankly doesn't yeah. go away, right? Well, this is no. stuff that we're constantly talking about. So uh, no, thank you for, for joining us. And folks, just so I know 90% of you guys are listening to us over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and you're likely driving the kids to school, working out of the gym, cooking dinner, whatever it may be, and your hands may be tied. Uh, if that's the case, no worries. Just go to the show notes when you're done. 
All the links will be there as well. And if you're joining us here on the video version of the program, YouTube, Rumble, and on Odyssey, well, number one, please make sure you've hit the subscribe button and little notification bell. But number two, again, all show notes will be in the description as well. And by the way, you can find all 630 plus other episodes of The Brian Nichols Show over at briannicholsshow.com where we talk to economists, we talk to elected officials, we talk to campaign strategists, and more. And you can learn so much there over 630 episodes of The Brian Nichols Show all the way back from January 2018 to today. Um, available, yes, one more time, briannicholsshow.com. And again, one more time, if you are looking to uh, get some help there at Candidate School 101, briannicholsshow.com forward slash Candidate School is where you can do that. And where can you find me? At B Nichols Liberty, Twitter, Facebook, Minds.com. Basically, anywhere you have social media, find me there. One more time, at B Nichols Liberty. Brian, what do you have for us? Any uh, any final plugs or anything for today? No, hey, like I said, uh, www.txhts.com. Come check us out. Come learn how to go canvas hit doors. If that's what you're ready to do, it, it wins campaigns. It really does. And so come come check us out. Come walk with us, and we'll walk with you. There you go. All right, folks. Well, if you enjoyed today's episode, please do me a favor. Go ahead and give today's episode a share. And when you do, please give yours truly a tag at Beanigle's Liberty. And uh, also, please go ahead and check out yesterday's awesome episode. I'll include that right here below so you don't miss that where we talked about do facts in fact care about feelings? I address that because even though facts may not care about your feelings, feelings really do sell. I'm going to address that in more link right here below if you're joining us on YouTube, uh, Odyssey, or Rumble, uh, or if you're joining us here on the podcast version, again, briannicholsshow.com. Check out all of that and more over there. Otherwise, folks, it's all I have for you. Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Brian Rivera. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to the Brian Nichols Show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network.